you bring up a good point and a great question. What happens if, you know, Jesse loses all his deals and his business because we really don't know what he does. He claims to be an entrepreneur, but we really don't know what he does. So I feel like when she even introduced herself, reintroduced herself at the beginning of the season, she claims that she is looking for someone with, you know, Jesse described Jesse as a rich man. He, she's looking for someone to take care of her and her daughter and live a good life. And she described Jesse as a man who is uh, who has many riches hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of a little bit of everything with me and i am your host angelica this is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything so sit back and enjoy the show let's get ready to rumble it's 90 Day Fiancé time with my co-host, the Coupon Queen Pin. Well, thank you to our listeners for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And we got another week, a jam-packed show. We've got the tell-all of the other way, family Chantel and the single life. But how you doing, Coupon Queen Pin? Awesome, awesome. I'm doing way better than these 90 Dayers. Like, seriously, way better than... 90 days that we've seen on all three shows like what the heck is going on with this franchise what is the see that's the biggest question what the heck is going on so what did you honestly think about the tell before we even dive into it i was i mean there were some cute parts of it but i wasn't impressed i i will say that i was not impressed i wasn't it wasn't something that made me say Oh my gosh, I hope there's a, a, a part two to this. No, I was glad that it was only those two hours. See, I feel the same way because I felt like they hyped it up so much like they usually do. And then once we get to start with the tell-all, all of a sudden it's just like, wah, 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 wah. and I'm just like, what happened? We used to get really good tell-alls and now, well, okay. This cast was new. Most, some of them were new and some of them never been on a tell-all before. So some of them did have their experiences. Someone knew how to talk through a tell-all, but others were just out of place, gone crazy. You know, they think, you know, coming, coming up with some comebacks is going to wow the people. I was just like, I, ugh, I cannot wait to get into it. But why don't we start off with the family Chantel? Because I found it really interesting this episode. Yeah. So, okay. The family Chantel, of course, Pedro's in the Dominican Republic and we're dealing with the, uh, I don't know if it's really post jaw and winter, but kind of the aftermath of what happened last episode where he's like, you know, telling her, come outside, come outside. And she decides not to go outside, which was like amazing. I like, again, I feel really great that her family for once rallied around her and said, Hey, no, you know what? We're not taking this. So she is back at her parents' house and her mom is helping her to like start a fire and burn all of the stuff that Jack gave her, all of the love letters, all of the cards, even a box of chocolates. I don't know if Forrest Gump would appreciate that, but yeah. Um, 
she burned the box of chocolates that he gave her. And we actually find out that because he has been screwing up so much throughout the years that there is a lot of it, a lot of it, a lot of it. And this is the first time we actually hear Thomas say something. Thomas being Papa Chantel, who usually is very much a background person and doesn't say much of anything unless Mama Karen tells him. So he actually says that, you know, this is like, you know, he's that Ja has been doing this a lot. And the reason that she did was hesitant or surprised that he was proposing was because, you know, she kind of knew something was wrong. And even River the diplomat says, hey, you know what? Yeah, he you dodged a bullet. And 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 that's pretty really crazy. Like everybody's saying it, but they did, just didn't want to say it to her face. So it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But then, meanwhile, in uh, the Dominican Republic, <laughs> um, you know, we are seeing and hearing that they're still in El Campo, you know, visiting his grandmother. And Pedro is feeling really, really alone because it seems like no one is agreeing with him that they want that he should go meet up with his family from his father's side and that he should feel the way he feels about all of the women in his family that he knows of dating married men and having children out of wedlock. And it seems like you know, pretty much Pedro's on his own little island with this because grandma's on board with Mama Lydia. Of course, Mama Lydia's on board and Nicole's on board. And what started out as a Nicole and Lydia fight now has become everyone against Pedro. So he's making a decision that he still wants to go meet with them, but he wants to call Chantel, who he told not to come at first, and that she needs to come and give him support because he's just not getting it from his family like he thought he would. So they decide that they're going to the island. And when I say they, I actually mean Chantel, Winter, and Mama Karen. And it was actually supposed to be Chantel and Winter, but Mama Karen kind of invited herself on this trip but they're going to make the best of it. They're going to make it a girl's trip. She's going to, Mama Karen's got to prove she is one of the girls. But in the meantime, what's also happening is all that talk, even though it seemed like it wasn't getting to Nicole, it is getting to Nicole. And she is starting to rethink if she's doing the right thing with Alejandro. And he's, I, I just, kind of didn't like the way he was going at her like he's getting really aggressive and he's getting really loud but then he tells her something he's like you know my divorce is final and she thought he was joking but he's serious his divorce according to him his divorce is final now I haven't seen anything online to contradict otherwise but so it is a possibility that yes his divorce is final but um, that's what he's telling her. So she's pretty happy about that. And he's saying that he wants to make, 
his promise real, that he doesn't want to keep that promise ring as just as a promise ring. So we will see where this is going. But the family Chantel keeps getting a little bit crazier. And I think maybe next week we might see that scene because Nicole's already said Chantel owes her a fight. So who knows? I gotta say, I've watched it. And I was like, you know what? The family Chantel is living up to the standards. But, you know, I still have that thing on the back of my mind of that Bears All episode where they were talking about what they didn't like about the family Chantel. And you got Nicole saying, oh, we're sorry, 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 sorry. Like, sorry, 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 sorry. So is this something that they're trying to put on a show? Because they've had three seasons, you know, three. Right. This is season three. And, And I think that's the crazy thing is because when she's like, sorry, I love you, Chantel. And I'm like girl like weren't you her like best enemy the other you know last season and all of a sudden it's like sorry I love you and blowing kisses like that's your bestie so we could be seeing another podcast family where you know what we're looking at is definitely just done for ratings for sure. And I do feel bad for Pedro. I'm going to say that it's not easy. He's really trying to find what is missing and he's trying to get to the bottom of things because a lot of people feel that way. Like you just want to know what happened and he'll make that decision himself. If are we going to move on with this relationship or are we not? Or do I just pretend that I never had a dad? So it's crazy. There's so much happening here, but we've seen, which is crazy, the family Chantel really come together and support Pedro, which I was like, what? Yeah, that's the crazy thing is they are being very supportive. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what's in the water or in the air this, this season, but they are being very supportive of each other and of Pedro. So who knows? exactly who knows so let's get into the single life because i was oh my gosh natalie how dare you (laughs) you know i i think really this if if nobody if nobody is noticing like natalie is really acting and behaving erratically like everything is it's it's there's like I'm sorry but it's one of those things to me like the lights are on but nobody's home kind of behavior she is really you know we're we're still seeing that play the aggressive victim kind of thing with her where she's upset she goes out with this Johnny guy again who has been really understanding. And, and for those of you who've, li- who've been listening for a while, you understand that Johnny is the same guy she went on a blind date with. And because she said she didn't drink, even though they were at a bar, he threw his whole expensive drink out to have like seltzer water with her. He's been trying to do everything that a nice guy should do. And... Natalie is trying to find a fault with this guy. It, it, it's nuts. Like he even, he's been kind of 
even at the at the modeling shoot last week, he was trying not to be too handsy, even though he really loved the way she looked. He wanted her to feel comfortable. And this time he takes her out on a date to go to a turtle sanctuary. And one of the things is she starts explaining, which I'm glad she brought it up first and didn't have him guessing that she is technically still married. So that's off the table. It's not one of those, I have a secret, you know? So she is laying it out there, but then she kind of lays it on a bit thick, comparing herself to the turtle and saying how she's been hurt. And it's like, okay, but why are you trying to, (sighs) trying to, you know, like corner the market on being hurt. And then she said something in her side interview to me, which was very concerning. And I don't know if you got this, Angelica, which was when she said she'd been together with Mike for five years and all of them were horrible. And I'm like, wait a minute. You were here in the United States and still begging this man to marry you. So if it was horrible before you got married, why did you still want to marry him? Like, I I didn't get that. Green card alert. Green card alert. And she makes it seem that Mike really made her life a living hell, which I feel like it was the opposite. And this is going to be my opinion. I know everyone was kind of 50-50 with this couple when we saw them. But I feel like Mike did whatever he could. It was just her. There is something up with Natalie that is not allowing. It's not allowing her to move on with things or just find a solution like it's her it's her at fault like johnny like you mentioned he was he's been super sweet he's been even like being considerate of her and her feelings but she's just like so aggressive and comes up really harsh and i'm just like what did mike actually do to you like can can someone tell me yeah that's my real question what did mike do to her but she is just so like Oh my gosh. And he even asks her like, you know, I want you to see that I am not every other guy. I'm not your ex-husband. I'm not the one that hurt you before. I I don't want you to compare me to anyone. And now here we go again with not using your words because he grabs her and she seems a bit uncomfortable because she does say in the turtle sanctuary that she doesn't want to be touched, which he seems to be pushing the issue. But it's like she knocks him in the face and then it's just like, you know, you're slimy, you're slimy. And somehow in her mind, you know, touching because she says at that point, she says, you know, Americans want to touch way too much. I, I, I think it's their weakness or something. And I'm like, whoa. Cause she's like, you know, in, in, in Russia, men know not to touch a woman, you know, they know not to, to, to publicly touch a woman. They respect her if they're trying to have a children or a family with her. And, and I'm like, you've been on, this is literally date number two. This man did not say he was trying to have children with you. Like I it's, it's weird. Like We've gone back from Natalie, who was telling Trish 
last season. Oh, whoever said I wanted to have a baby. But meanwhile, the season before that, she was trying to rope Mike into having to agreeing to having this imaginary child that was going to decide whether it was going to be vegan or not. Now, everything that Mike did, according to her for the past five years was wrong even though she begged him for a ring. And now she's back to trying to have this baby from like day one. So please remember, this is also a woman that Mike is not her first marriage. Mike is actually for her marriage number three. And her first two marriages failed because they did not want to, they didn't have a baby with her in the timeframe she thought she should have had a baby. So, I don't know what to say about her, but it's this hot and cold kind of attitude with her. One moment she's happy, one moment she's aggressive. And she even says, you know, I know sometimes I'm really aggressive, but that's just the way I am. You know, I I hate to say it, but I think she actually needs a mother-in-law, not like Trish, but like Mama Debbie, who would have just called the cops. And that would have taught her something like, keep your hands to yourself. You don't have to be so aggressive because I mean, here you clearly are slapping someone. Yes, he, he did, he did grab you, but you should have just said, used your words. Like you're not a, you're not a baby. You, you have words that you can use and you can say, Hey, you know what? Please don't grab me like that. You know, I totally agree. And, and she's just like right off halls and pops and bam. Like, are you kidding me? Are you really kidding me? And her whole attitude changes. Her demeanor changes. Now she's angry, according to her, in the car. But then we see her, you know, in 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 when she gets to the hotel, she's trying to play that sad victim and do the doughy eyes. And, you know, but then she says, oh, but that's how I am. That's 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 just me. Really? No, no, no. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm upset that. She's being allowed to get away with this. I really am. I truly don't like how she behaved in that way. I understand that you have to set your boundaries, but, and she makes it, she, like, I did not like that comment that you mentioned earlier about how she made it seem like, oh, this is American thing of their weakness. And it's not, it's just a way, this is what I understand. You're on a date. And naturally when you're on a date, and this is the second one, you tend to kind of just, try to hold hands, link arms. You're really trying to see how, if you're physically attracted to them by doing the little things. I I feel like, what did she think this was? Like, you know, you might as well bring a meter stick and have a hula hoop around you. And this way you can tell people not to touch you, come come close to you if you're going to be like that. Right, right. I, 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 I agree. It's just like so annoying. And it's like, no one, and, and, and I don't get this. Natalie, like, really, what are you looking for? Was it really just for the, and, and I, and I have to ask this really, was it really just for the checks? Was it just for the green card? Was it, you know, because now here's another man that's clearly interested in you, clearly interested in you, but don't touch me. I, I want to go from you not touching me, you not knowing me to instantly married. And I have to say, if you have a gentleman that doesn't want to get to know you before he marries you you might end up on a show like the first 48 snaps. You might end up as a, 
an episode of Law and Order SVU. Like, what the heck? I, I, I'm, I'm really trying to figure out what's her, what's her angle here. But I'm, 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 not, I'm not liking it. I'm not liking it. I really am not liking it. I'm, I really do, and I wonder what's going to happen. And you know what? Did you see that part? And I'll like, I'm sure you have where she was just like, I'm afraid to lose Johnny. Well, you're giving him the, the friend zone. You're really getting, well, actually, I don't even know what to call it. It's not even the friend zone. I was going to say that's definitely not the friend zone. (laughs) If if that's the friend zone, I think people would, would run. Yeah. I think it's more of the friend zone. It's more of the murder zone. I want to murder you because you touched me zone. So yeah, that's pretty much what she's doing. (laughs) That's pretty much what she's doing. And I mean, if he would have been anyone else, if he could have been another person, she could have gotten charged with assault just for that one moment. And especially with people seeing that, like, you know, he says, come here. And she's like, like, you know, so yeah. And his face turns all red. So yeah, I, I'm so over this couple. Like I'm, so I, I'm, over. I'm over, I'm, I'm over Natalie. Like ugh, yeah. I've been over Natalie. That's what I meant to say. I'm over Natalie and I can't, I can't handle her. If she's going to be like that to Johnny, Johnny's just an innocent bystander trying to get to know you and go on a date with you. And he's helped you start your modeling career, your so-called modeling career here. Well, you know, it's just the beginning stages. It's a workshop. Like the guy's done so much. He's interested in you. Like, what is the problem? Now I'm curious to know what did, like, how did she get physical with Mike? Because it seems like they were. Right. That's really my question. I'm, I'm thinking, because if I'm not mistaken, that is one of the questions when they ask you about the K-1 visa. Have you guys ever been intimate? And they may want to know how many times because they want to make sure that this is a real relationship. And if, if, if you're claiming, I think one of the things is if you are claiming that you've been abstinent because of religion, um, you kind of need proof that you are part of that said religion or something. So yeah, no, I, I, I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. I, I think I'm calling Britney Spears initials on this one. Me too. I think she just wants to get her continued 15 minutes of fame, get a paycheck, and that's pretty much it. But let's move on into Sinjin here. This poor man is lost. He's in the middle. So last week we saw these two talk about why they were splitting up and what they were having such a difficult time. And they ended up telling uh, Tanya's mom who they she thought oh my gosh, they are pregnant. Uh, but no, it ended up getting the news of we're going to split up and mom's really upset and really wants Sajin to go back to uh, South Africa. And he got really mad. Now we continue on with that scene of them sitting there and how you know upset his mom, her mom is. And he's just like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I have to get up. And we talked about it last week, how I feel like, I personally feel like her mom, does not really know who really her daughter is. And I feel like that's just any parent that's going to defend your kid. But most parents know what your kid is like. And you're kind of like, okay, I will defend my child, but I do know the type of attitude or personality they got. And, you know, it's not, it's not an easy one to deal with. 
So with Sinjin, he actually meets up with a friend and says, you know what, I'm done with Tanya. And I feel like, you know, I'm ready to get out there, but I'm still married and I do want to meet somebody. I want to have fun. So his friend says, well, you need to move out. You can't just be there. And if you're getting to know women and you want to bring them back, then how is that going to work? And I totally agree with his friend. He's got to move out. He's got to have his privacy. It just makes it so weird. If you're bringing back uh, potential, you know, uh, suitors to your ex ex's place where you guys live together, it doesn't make sense to me. So he's excited. Like he's ready to mingle. And his friend says, have you been on dating site? Let's install these apps. Let's get yourself out there. So he helps him set them up. And he's very hesitant about it because he's like, I don't know, I'm still married, but I want to have fun, but I'm single, but I just, I'm still married. He's got that thing in the back of his head. And once he installed these apps, he's already getting a lot of girls and he's getting excited. So Sinjin here, oh my gosh, he's like, He's like a little boy in the candy shop. <laughs> He's got a huge selection. And, you know, I feel bad for Sinjin. I think I felt bad for him since the beginning because Tanya is very strong headed. I don't know. Doesn't she remind you kind of like Natalie, but in a different way because she wants to take control yeah. and yeah. has this plan. But, you know, again, it takes me back to that scene when they tell the mom, hey, I want to split. Oh, it's because I don't want to have children. But Tanya has this timeline of wanting children right away and she wants everything done according to her. And she's like, well, no, I don't feel like having children. It's just like I wanted children, but not right now. And I'm thinking, gosh, is this another Natalie? Yeah, this is another Natalie. Because remember, but when we first met that this couple, it was the whole... Oh, I want to do, I knew I want to do this by this age and I need to do that by that age. And I need to have kids within the next, I think it was two years at that point. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, dang, like who's signing up for this? Unless they were like ready coming out the gate, like, okay, babe, let's have kids. You know, I, I, I didn't get that. So do you think Sinjin is going to move out right away? I think it's going to take him a while because again, it's really hard to just, you know, leave all of a sudden after you announce that you're going to split up. I think it is going to take him a minute. And I think actually at this point, it's going to annoy Tanya a little bit only because she's hurt because she wants him out because now it's reminding her that you know, they're not together as a couple because remember they were doing everything together, including sleeping together. So she's now getting that reminder that they're no longer a couple. Yeah. And next week we're going to see him having this conversation with Tanya, how that the fact that he is um, starting to date and he's ready and she's not happy about it and potentially kicking him out and saying, you know what, you need to get out of here because we can't be doing this if this is the case. Um, like you said, she is her. Anybody could be hurt in this situation, but you know, I cannot see Sinjin being stuck in a relationship uh for that long, especially with Tanya's goals and timelines and everything. It's just it was too much. 
Right. But I don't see the way Tanya has everything set up. I don't, I don't see anyone falling in line with that. If you know what I mean, it's just Mm -hmm. to her, it was kind of like, you know, I have this timeline and I just want to add someone to it, but I don't, I don't see anybody just falling into that at all. No. Oh no, it's just too complicated. Tanya's this person that, again, it's bringing me some Natalie vibes and it's going to take a person that, uh, there are very few people that you can control, really. Very few people that you can control. But once they get to that point, it's going to, they're going to leave. They're just going to leave. They won't be able to handle it. Right, right. And, And I think, in other words, what she doesn't realize is if someone is that easy to control, you kind of don't want them. You know, if if they're just like, you're like, well, let's have a baby right now. And they're like, okay, well, I need you to do this. Okay. Like, it's like, kind of like, do you have a backbone? You know? So yeah, no. Mm -mm, mm -mm. And and what she's looking for, at least to me, doesn't, and especially as a Latina, that's, it's not a, it's not a good quality in a guy you know you want a guy with the at least a little bit of that like machismo you know that that fight that fire that like if you can walk over a guy it's like why don't I just do it myself (laughs) so yeah yeah so we'll see what happens with Sinjin and Tanya because that conversation is going to go down next week but we also got to see Jesse and Jennifer. Now, I know we don't really want to talk about too much about Jesse, but you know what? I have to bring this up because this week we got to see uh, Jesse, Jesse meeting Jennifer's mom and daughter because Jennifer says, if you're going to date me, you are getting the whole package. It's not just me. You have to get along with my daughter and love her. Now, I'm going to say this right now, Tim. And if you're ever listening to this, you did a fantastic job with Jennifer's daughter. You brought her the biggest teddy bear of life. You got her a bunch of other stuff. Like I remember he said, he brought clothes for her and everything. And Jesse, on the other hand, could have done a little bit better. Now he's not on board with this. What do you think? I know that apparently they are celebrating their seventh month anniversary. But- yeah, but it doesn't look like her daughter Violet's on board with it either. Mm-hmm. Like she looks, she, he wanted to hug her and she's like, got this face. Like, why are you here? Why are you touching me? And, and then even when they go to the park and they take a picture and she's like, and he has to like beg her to smile. It, it says a lot. It says a whole lot. She's not. And, and that's, I think to me, one of the most telling things is most kids cannot hide their feelings and their judge of character sometimes is really like they can tell when something is hinky in the Kool-Aid. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And he's he doesn't appear to be trying. It's almost like he's one of those guys that is there for mom. Like, oh, I have this beautiful girl and I want to show her the world and we can live this luxurious life. But then there's the daughter. So what do we do? Whereas to me, Tim was more because he had a daughter that he was raising with uh, Vanessa and 
he, you know, he knew how to deal with a little kid. He knew how to deal with a child. And it was just like, hey, you bring toys, you bring clothes, you help, you know, ease things in for the mother. But Jennifer, I think, is really looking for that money life. You know, she wants to be where the money resides. She's not really looking for love, love. But at the same token, she, to me, commits a big no-no where she pulls the, hey, meet my mom. And I think this is where their lack of communication comes in because she says, I feel like we've been together forever. And he keeps talking about this. Well, it's just been a 24 hour period. If she's feeling like it's been forever, it's not too early to introduce you to her mom because you guys have, according to her, been together for a very long time. For him, it's too soon because guess what? It's only been 24 hours. So I, I don't know where this couple's going. I Like you said, they are celebrating their seven month anniversary, but it's like, what happens if the money stops? That That's really my question. Is Jennifer going to be around if the money stops? That I, I, I'm not sure of that. You bring up a good point and a great question. What happens if, you know, Jesse loses all his deals and his business? Because we really don't know what he does. He claims to be an entrepreneur, but we really don't know what he does. So I feel like when she even introduced herself, reintroduced herself at the beginning of the season, she claims that she is looking for someone with, you know, Jesse described Jesse as a rich man. He, she's looking for someone to take care of her and her daughter and live a good life. And she described Jesse as a man who is uh, who has many riches and travels a lot. And, you know, she wants to be part of that lifestyle. And we do see them traveling a lot uh, through their Instagram, which has been shared by all the 90 Day Fiancé um, Instagram pages. So they are happy together. But I feel like, you know, oh, I'm she's there for the money, really. Like, I'll be honest. And that's my opinion. And once again, if something does happen to Jesse, she's going to leave. This poor girl is going to suffer violent. She's been suffering, I feel like, already because she introduced him to Tim. We don't know what other guy she's dated during that time period since Tim right. and Jesse. And now Jesse. Oh, man. Jesse, she's moving fast. You thought Darcy moved fast? <laughs> I know, but then there's still the uh, whole Kakwa situation. Oh, God. Yeah, we have that whole Kakwa situation where she hasn't quite told Jesse that, yeah, I, she hasn't really been single, you know, so who knows? Who knows? So that's going to happen next week. Um, Ed showed up, but we're not going to even talk about him. We'll talk about him next week because there is a, um, a scene that comes up where he actually goes to Mexico and then there's a shooting happening. So we'll talk about that. Let's get into the tell all of the other way. Um, you know, I got to say, I wish there was more to it. 
Scooterly Poop did uh, decide to share more than he needed to. He was the first one in the hot seat and he tries to like, I, I don't know what his game is. I really don't. He, he made me like so confused. You know, those memes where like you have those question marks, the dude that gives you that face. And then you've got these question marks around your face around, around his head. That's what I felt like in that, in that moment. And he tries to like, you know, tell Sean, well, why don't you ask questions to the other couples? And then Sean's just like, you do realize this is the couple's tell all. Like you're right, going to tell right. us what Everything. is happening. Everything. Yeah. But I, I think the thing that gets me with him is uh, he's not changing. He's not, you know, he's not from what Alina's saying, his 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 behavior has gotten worse. And even his friend Vanessa, what is it with these Vanessas? Like, why is there always some woman named Vanessa? <laughs> I don't get it. Is this like a popular name on 90 day that we just didn't, we just haven't recognized until now, but um, yeah. So Vanessa, his ex-girlfriend um, who he wasn't with very long, he was with her for a few months and we find out that he cheated on her with Alina, but she's actually showing up for Alina to support Alina to let her know that, yeah, he was talking to other women. He was not being truthful and she was really hurt. And she also feels like he's gotten worse. But the funny thing is he's just sitting there, you know, it's, it's, it's just a thing of being Mormon. And there was support from the strangest of places which was we didn't know that uh armando was lds we had no idea that he was raised mormon and he says you know the problem is that you're claiming to be devout and it's so weird and it was upsetting to them both he and Corey were very upset by the behaviors. And we also find out that Kenny and Armando were talking to Steven to try to help him, you know, be a better person and get some sort of clarity on his whole situation. But no, he doesn't want the clarity. He doesn't want, he wants to still date other women behind Elena's back and do all this stuff. But with what everyone is saying and all the advice she's being given, at least I will say this for her, at least she admits, you know, I appreciate what you're saying, but I'm going to stay with him. And I'm like, wow. That was, that was the weird thing to me. But yeah, he kept coming for everyone. First, he's coming for Corey, and then he's coming for Ariella. And, and he's just like, you know, even he even has something to say about Samit and Jenny. And it's like, who told you that this was the way that a, a, a tell-all was supposed to go? Like, did, did they send you to tell-all school and say just, hey, say the first thing that flies out of your mouth? 
you know, that was nuts. It was completely nuts of Steven to just step in, step in and really have something to say about everyone. Like, come on, dude. Like, what is wrong with you? I still don't understand what Alina sees in this man. Like, I don't know. And, you know, the fact that Vanessa came on and said, hey, Alina, like, I just want to let you know he's never going to change. And he's been seeing all these many women. And I'm glad Armando jumped in and said, like, you're not you're not representing the church. Like, you're using it as a way to, like, you know, get what you want. And this is not cool. Right. And, and that was the crazy part is, like, everybody's like, you are doing what exactly? What are you doing? And it's like, it was very, very baffling. It was very baffling. It was very, I feel bad for Alina, but at least she admits, like I said, hey, she wants to continue to go through this with this man that's on her. I, I don't know, you know, but hey. Hey. Alina, what do you see in Scoodily Poop? Seriously, of all the men that you've probably, you know, tried to contact or whatever it was or contact you. Oh my gosh, of all the men. And every time I look at him, I'm just like, I can't. I just can't. Like, I don't understand. Alina's a beautiful girl. Like, what does she see in Steven? He he it's like he doesn't got he don't got any money. I don't know. I don't know. And his hair's gotten longer. <laughs> his hair has literally gotten longer. But are we ready to move on from this couple? Let's move on. Who did you want to talk about? Uh, let's go to Ariella and Binyam because mm. they were really, uh, for those of you that know, I'm live during the 90 day on Sunday so I am always searching the hashtag 90 day fiance while I'm watching to see what other viewers are saying. And oh my gosh, you'd be surprised. You would be surprised. But people were not really fans of Ari and Leandro. So... Ari and Binyam get on and first of all, they are fashionably late, but they look amazing. They really, really look amazing. You can tell this is really their first, their first tell all. And everyone is shocked to see Benny in America. So it's like, what? He made it. But, you know, I've been telling you guys this for a few weeks now. So yes, but they're talking about how things have been a little bit rocky and they're not too happy, but they bring on Leandro who has zero respect for Binium and Ariel's relationship, you know, and one of the things that kept being brought up by almost every cast member is Leandro was in a place where he shouldn't have been, especially when she started crying over him and making it seem like, oh my gosh, I missed you. And we then find out, as you said earlier, this is a couple's tell all. We then find out that she got pregnant with Avi while she was still married to Leandro and had to tell Leandro that she was having another man's baby 
And that's somehow when they got got divorced or whatever. And it's just like, wait, what? What is going on here? But for whatever reason, you know, Leandro sees nothing wrong with it. He even brings up the point, well, if I were a girl and I and I had this close of a relationship with, you know, her, would you have a problem? And Biniam clearly says it's not whether you're male or female, it's that you're her ex. So I'm like, dang it. Why is this guy not getting it? It didn't matter if Sean said it. It didn't matter which cast member said it. He just keeps saying, well, you know, uh, Ari has to be the one to tell me to go. Ari has to be the one to tell me that she doesn't want to be bothered with me. And Biniam even says, well, what if I ask you to leave? Well, no, she has to say it. She has to say it, which means that he has no respect for their relationship. But again, it's like everyone on 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 um you know Twitter was saying, yeah, no, he had no respect for their relationship. So yeah, what did you think? She needs to figure out she needs to respect Binyam first of all. I agree. I, I'm not liking these two because I feel like there's so much more that has happened. She was in the U.S. for two months. Yes, I understand. Um, you know, baby Avi had surgery, but you don't know. Like she could just, hey, mom, can you watch him? Or hey, sister, can you watch him? I'm going to go out because I need to go grab something. And you just don't know. Maybe she met up with him. Like, I, you know what? We had this conversation, too, with my husband. And I was just like. So what do you think of the situation? And we kind of agreed we're on the same page. Well, it all depends on the type of friendship you have with your best guy friend or your best girlfriend. So, you know, if if I was in Ariella's shoes, then my husband would be like, uh, no, you're not speaking to this guy. But I feel like there's not enough communication either. I don't think she's telling Binya because he does say they speak in Spanish all the time. So clearly right. there's something happening. Because right. sometimes when you do ha- end a conversation, I usually say, yeah, you know what? So-and-so called and said, hey, how's it going? And da, da, da. they want to have coffee. Like, you know, you have that communication. You have that openness to tell your other half, like what you spoke about. If you consider this person Person, your best friend, then it's there as an open conversation. So she's not understand. I feel like there is still feelings because you know we've seen that scene where she's like cried about it, and she's just like, oh my gosh, you know, I I didn't want right. it to go this way. So right, it's really confusing. It really is. It's super confusing. It's super confusing. But I think part of it is because she's confused about what's going on with her you know, with her, her own self. So it's just like, oh, no, I don't, I don't like this. This couple is like getting on my nerves. This couple is really getting on my nerves. And and it's not so much. It's just, she needs to choose a side. That's really what it is for me. She need, just needs to pick a side. Yeah, she's not truth. She's not being truthful. And there's so much more. The fact that they're speaking Spanish, that really says a lot. Like, let's be real here. It's right. Like and, 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 and the funny thing is, 
we we can admit it because sometimes when you know we don't want someone to know exactly what we're saying or what we mean Mm -hmm. if we know the other person doesn't and it and please understand this for people that don't speak Spanish it's not necessarily that they're talking about you it's just that they don't people may not want you to understand what they're saying Mm -hmm. because I hear that all the time oh my gosh they're talking about me no they're not talking about you they just may have something that's embarrassing or you know they just don't want you to understand what it is so yeah yeah let's move on from these two um they are both in america though as we all know yes Um, yes you know they're all in the united states so do you really want to see these guys back what's your what's your take not i i i was over them last season i i was i was i was over them last season and even with the fact that of the whole nanny being the best friend thing and the the one thing that kept coming up on twitter was why does someone that doesn't work need a nanny Mm -hmm. and this question kept coming up over and over and over so if anyone would love to share that with us I and the rest of Twitter that watches 90 Day would love to know (laughs) why does she need a nanny if she is not working? Because it's like, you know, Ariella needs so much help. Am I I missing something? For real. I I mean, okay, as as a mom, as 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 a mom. And, and, and I can ask you this because we're both moms. You know, when you're taking care of your child, you're taking care of your child. Am I, am I correct? Like what? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying really trying to figure out, you know, it's not like she's got to get to the office or she has so much, she's running this huge business or, you know, she's got mm-hmm. all these demands put on her. And I'm not saying, get this, ladies, I am not saying that we don't need help from time to time, but why does she need a live-in nanny? That, that's what I'm not understanding. Why does she need a live-in nanny? It's a good question because I don't understand it either. And it's kind of like, really? Uh, you know, I'm on mat leave and as a new mom. Now, if I were to bring up a question and say hey I need a nanny then it's pretty confusing because it's like so then what are you doing home shouldn't you go back to work right right and and that's the thing is because most people hire the help for when they have to go back to work or they're running their own business because I know a lot of influencers and 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 business owners that have nannies or you know or babysitters because they have to run a business, not because they're just sitting home when they should be taking care of their baby. You know why she needs the nanny? It came to me. Okay, please share. She needs the nanny because technically she's getting paid by TLC. (laughs) Oh, okay. So okay, she's that, working. That, that, okay, that that would that would work. 
that would work. I mean, I guess maybe running out to get coffee at every <laughs> chance she can get is kind of a job that everybody would want to do, you know, mm-hmm. I guess, <laughs> you know, just, you know, hey, I got a nanny. So it's like um, Libby. Exactly. exactly. You know, she's working TLC. She's working for her dad and she needed a nanny. Well, you know, you can't have a baby on OnlyFans. It's just not sexy. That's right. <laughs> just saying. I Yeah. Yeah, I said it. I, I'm not even going to take that back. Yeah, I said it. But you're right. You're 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 being realistic here of what's happening. This is the situation. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. And no, I'm not saying Ariel is on OnlyFans. I'm saying that Libby is. So before everybody's like, Ariel is not on OnlyFans. No, I didn't say Ariel is on OnlyFans. I don't know if she is or isn't, but Libby is. Oh, yeah. Yes, Libby is. Libby is. But I forgot to ask you, would you like to see Scootily Poop and Alina, which I feel like you don't want you. That's obviously a definite no. And that's a no no on my end. No, I I don't. You know, honestly, I'd rather see Alina on The Single Life. Me too. I'd rather see Alina on a single life. And, and it's sad to say, because, you know, you and I both love love, but I I don't know. It's just like Steven kind of really ruined this relationship for me. And speaking of ruined relationships, there's a rumor running around. Tell me, girl, you always get the good rumors. That Tariq and Hazel may no longer be together. Because he's been putting stuff up on Instagram about somebody being a snake. And he's been putting up these memes with women's legs. And he also put something up of him taking down the Filipino flag. So... It's looking to everyone like they are not together or they're fighting. Yeah, I saw that too. And I, you know what? I'm the one that sent it to you. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. What rumor that she got? But, you know, it's very sad because I thought these two were going to make it. But I feel like, yeah. you know, Hazel needed to find her Uh, she needs to find herself because she's obviously trying to explore she's young and she's in america so there's a lot of opportunities and everything so i you know when she got here it was like oh i just want to try everything out so i feel like they're both weren't on the same page um but yeah i don't know uh i hope to see more about it but it's going to be hard because they're not on the show um, they're not even on right. what now or on the other series anymore. That's if what now wants to make a comeback. Uh, but right. yeah, we'll see what happens. Of course, we've got great 90 day fiance Instagram accounts to kind of dig deep into these, uh, these couples. So if we find out anything else, we will let you know. Um, let's move on. Can we get into Victor and Ellie? Yeah, Victor and Ellie weren't too big. I mean, I was actually glad to see Hiromi, uh, who from the very beginning was against their relationship because these he cheated on her. And his excuse for that was like, well, what man doesn't cheat? 
uh, that that's your excuse is is that really your excuse like i i hate to sound like you know the old adage but if everybody else jumped off a bridge would you jump off too like what are we doing here so yeah they're together they're in the united states he remarks even at the beginning of this that this is his first time to new york he never expected to be in the u.s let alone in new york city so he's like he's living the dream because he's happy to be in one of the places he always wanted to come to so they do admit these two are another couple that admits that they had started the k-1 visa process but unlike binyam and ariella they had started the k-1 visa process prior to covid and it got slowed down due to covid so they're in the middle of their k-1 so yay there is that but the Friends and family are not on board because they're still thinking of cheating Victor, cheating Victor. Did you, did you notice that was like a theme this season? Of cheaters? Yeah. I mean, I was expecting, you know, what is his name? Richard Greco to show up <laughs> or, or, uh, or uh, uh, Corey Guns, Peter Guns. Well, I was expecting for George Michael to appear in the background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I ain't forgiving yes. any of those. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, where, where's Peter Guns when you need him? Like, for real. Like, I would, we should have shown up with some PIs because we've had Corey cheating. We've had Scootily Poop cheating. We've got, we even have Victor cheating. Everybody's cheating, cheating, cheating. Like, what's so going on? Bed. Don't forget. Yeah. Submit cheated too. <laughs> So yeah, Kenny and Rondo. <laughs> I, it's crazy. Those were the only two that were in like, hey, you know what? I, 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 I think I would have been really upset with Kenny if he'd have been like, yeah, I have a boyfriend back in Florida. <laughs> or he has, but he'll probably be like, yeah, you know, when I was like 20. <laughs> yeah. At that point, it didn't matter. Yeah. So it's just like, I, I think that's the crazy part to me. So yeah, he's he's cheated. And Hiromi thing is saying that she doesn't think this is going to last. This is not something that she wants for Ellie, but she will support her. So I don't know. What did you think of this couple? You know, we do know that the fact that they're both in the United States and apparently they've gotten married. And, uh, you know, it's really disappointed me because... I felt like she went into this relationship just so blindly and she didn't really address the cheating part of it. Like, how have you not talked about it? And she's given so much to him that, you know, she says that he's in anger management. He's trying to get therapy. He's trying to get help. Okay, whatever. But like, I get it. You find your help. But like, you know, from the beginning, I don't. I don't feel like these two were meant to be together. I feel like he was there. And this is my opinion, just to take her pizza money and run with it and have that side chick in the background. And, you know, again, it wasn't really addressed. It was all about money and of course about their relationship, but it was mainly because of the money. Ellie has put out a lot and she just said $5,000. But if we were to go back to probably the second or third episode, she does say to her friends when they all went out, when she was ready to leave, that she's put out $20,000. Yeah. 
Right. And for those of you that don't know, remember that the beginning, I think the beginning of stages of a K-1 visa are at least $10,000. Mm-hmm. So, and like I said, that's at least. So you have to be willing to spend that $10,000. And for those of you that are like, oh yeah, she didn't TLC reimburse her. No, TLC already says they do not pay for legal fees. Mm-hmm. So every cast member is in charge of all their own legal fees. Exactly. Exactly. So before you jump on in a fill out an application for 90 day fiance, please make sure you read the contract or the application process carefully because they do not cover that. Come on, people. They'll cover your cup of coffee or your slice of pizza but they won't cover the legal fees for or that your nanny process. or your nanny. They'll cover your nanny. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh. But you know, again, this couple spoiled it for us halfway through the season that they were in the United States and um, they, they're married. So, you know, the best of luck to them is all I can say at this point. Yeah, the best of luck to them. So, and for those, I do have to make this disclaimer because we get these every once in a while. We are not hooking up anyone with a 90-day fiance. This is not what this is about. So if you've come in on the middle of this, we are not making love connections for 90 days. We're not here to really talk you through the process of a K-1 visa. That's not what this is for. So, yeah. (laughs) Thank you for that. Yes. And I feel like we forget to repeat it. And I feel like we have to do it more often because again, we get a lot of requests of people wanting to find their true love either in Canada, in the U S and we're not about that. We're here to talk about the craziness of 90 fiance, the show on TLC. Now let's move on. Let's okay. get into, okay, so we got two couples left. We've got Corey and uh, Cruella DeVille, and we had Jenny and Samit. Um, oh, we also had Kenny and Armando, Kenny and Armando too. Yeah, so let's get into, let's get into Corey and Cruella, because they weren't really, really big. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things is that they go back and they find out that, you know, Evelyn is hurt. Evelyn is now seeing a therapist thanks to Corey, but she looks at what happened throughout because, you know, they do that reel with the flashback and she gets hurt all over again. And she's deciding that she doesn't want to be with a man who does that to her. So it's crazy. But on the other hand, her sisters show up and his brother and his sister-in-law show up and they both have competing stories. They really both have competing stories. Now, the funny thing is Evelyn's sisters don't like Corey and Corey's brother and sister-in-law don't like Evelyn. So it's like, whoa, they're blaming each of the family members are blaming each of each of the couples, each person in the couple for, you know, ruining their relationship, their togetherness and their bond. 
Yeah. And, you know, with this couple here, I, I agree with the family, um, Corey's family, his brother, especially, I don't know. I just, I don't know how Corey, you know, this is, you. I'm going to retract my thought here because something just came to me. Corey is the type of guy that Natalie needs to control and Tanya. There you go. That Corey's the perfect guy for that because that is crazy. Yeah. 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 But I think, I think with Tanya, with Tanya, Corey might get a little worn out. He, he might get a little bit worn out because it's just like, you know, but then again, remember, he also cheated. He also cheated because there was the whole Jenny debacle, you know, Jenny gate. So there's that because he still, even though he took all of Evelyn's, like the stuff that Evelyn, AKA Cruella put out, there was Jenny gate. And that was a big contention this, this season. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, I just feel like these two are officially going to be broken up. Not going to lie. Um, I bet Corey's going to be back in the United States. I don't see them going forward. And plus, you know what, Corey, you just, you just need to just cut your losses and go uh, because, oh my gosh, like why, why? And did you see Cruella DeVille's sisters? Like, like, who are you guys? Like, seriously? Ta- yeah, like know- they thought they were like the the Ecuadorian Kardashians. Like, what was that? Really, what was that? I, it's one of those things of I think they just came on looking for their fifteen minutes. For real, like seriously, I'm just like, girl, put a shirt on. Like, come on. You don't tell this guy, oh, I don't like Corey, but I'm going to be there for your sister. Listen, did you forget there was a pandemic? Did you forget that people can't travel? Like, you know, they make it seem like it's so easy just to pack up your bags and head to Ecuador. Like, you know how much it costs us to get to Ecuador? Almost like $8,000 with, you know, flights and everything. Like, who does she think? Like, I, I don't know. Who is she? Who is she? You're nobody to me, Lipsy, and whoever her, the other one's name is. I really don't know. Um, but <laughs> these two, I I do not want to see them back. Why are we still feeling sorry for Evelyn, knowing that she's done even worse while she was with Corey at the beginning? Like, come on. All of a sudden, everything switches to Corey being the bad guy. They're both horrible people. They both deserve... Um, I don't even know what I was going to say there because I kind of just blanked out. But these guys don't deserve each other or they deserve each other, like some people say, because they've done horrible things to each other. So, you know what? Screw them. And I honestly hope we don't see them back on our television screens because I'm so over them. I really am. You're not the only one. You're definitely not the only one. It's just like, oh my gosh. That is, it's just, you know. So right now, it depends on where you go. But in the U.S., it's about $2,000 to fly to, to Ecuador from, from where Corey is originally from in, in Oregon. So yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So it is costly, but of course they think like, you know, America's down the street, they can get in there or we have the money tree. Again, I feel like this money tree keeps popping up because that's what they truly think. We all have money trees in our backyard and we just go pick up the leaves during this time of year because we're going into the winter season. I guess so. But if they find, if they know where I can locate one, I'd be more than grateful. (laughs) Right. Oh my gosh. All right. Let's get into Kenny and Armando because of course we got to see little Hannah make an appearance and oh my gosh, I just love the haircut was amazing that her haircut is just simply amazing. Mm -hmm. It's her face and she's super cute. Little miss model Hannah. Because oh everything gosh, she yes. does looks like adorable and she looks like she's ready to rock, walk and rock the runway. Right? Oh my God. Yes. I love her. She's amazing. <laughs> so yes. the only thing we got to see from Kenny Armando besides, you know, him feeling happy about the acceptance and going through the wedding and everyone being so happy and supportive of them. One thing we find out is that apparently the family is not happy Kenny's family is not happy about them having their own baby, their own blood. And, you know, it's very heartbreaking because, you know, I got to say, I feel like some of the kids, I could say one in particular is very attached to her dad. And that's what's. Yeah. uh, Taylor is like super attached and I don't get that. I don't get the attachment. Like Taylor is Cooper's mom. And, and I'm not getting, like, why she's feeling so put off by the whole idea. Like, you're just going to forget about us. And I mean, Cassidy's having a baby. And I think the crazy part is that um, I don't know if that's their brother or if that was Cassidy's boyfriend. But he says they're happy. And if, as long as it makes them happy, he's happy for them. And he was the only one. But the three girls were just like, you're forgetting about us and and you're going to leave us alone. So he's supposed to like continue to, I I don't know if you would even call it raise them. Well, that's what it kind of seems like, you know, it's because he's so, they're so emotionally attached to him. And it's like, how about his happiness? He's raised you guys. You, you've what lit, well, I know Taylor has lived with him for the longest time, but the other two have kind of picked up and gone out their own ways. Taylor is the one that needs to kind of just grow up and, you know, hey, you got to do this on your own. Like your dad cannot always be there. Like, I just don't get it. Like they're so not supportive of this baby situation that they rather adopt a kid who's like, what, 15 years old at this rate for Kenny's age. That's too um, you know, for Armando's, like he can be his brother or something. You, they just need to let their dad be right. happy for once right. and for all, and let him make that decision. And you know what? If Kenny gets to live until he's a hundred, you know what? He's gonna still look good. I'm not gonna lie. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah, unless unless you're Stephen, who's like he looks so much older in person. I just wanted to punch him in the face when I heard that. Like, come on, Stephen, are you serious? But Kenny, you know, we've seen a lot of 90 days. Well, there's Jenny, but who take care of themselves and look really young. Exactly, exactly. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. 
but these two are having an amazing, amazing time. And mom seems a lot happier than she was when, when, when she was on the season, right? Because Armando's mom is just like smiling. And even at the thought of them having a baby, she's like, yay. So I'm like, okay, everybody's on board. I miss this, but this is good. This is a good thing. So it yeah. really is a good thing for them. Yep. 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 So I, I'm, I'm loving this. I am definitely loving this. But dear goodness. So let's move on to our last couple. Which was like, whoa, whoa, and whoa. So we find out, okay, that that was a sign. We need to do a long cleansing breath. Okay, everybody do it with me in through the nose. And out through the mouth. Okay. So we see that these two are on camera together. As we've been telling you all season, yes, Jenny is still in India because now they're married and she does not have to leave. But one thing has not happened and it may not, still may not have happened because we're not sure, because remember, this is all recorded. You know, they record the tell-all early. But one of the things that has happened is they have not told his parents that they're married. Oops. Like, seriously, oops. So he says they're going to tell them tonight, you know, and... Oh no, they're not. Oh wait, you know what I just thought of? What? You know our podcasts get listened to in India. Uh, We could be the ones breaking the news for Samit and Jenny. Hey, it's okay. It's okay, well. Well, because we have a show to recap. That's true, that's true, so... (laughs) Samit, we're sorry if we're outing you, but this is how it goes. We're recapping a show. Which, by the way, hello to our listeners from India. India, yeah, we we both, (laughs) we we thank you for listening to a little bit of everything with me and CQP moments. But yeah, we love you guys. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, so, oh my gosh. (laughs) <laughs> and they invite them on and, and they invite, of course, via, you know, via video call, they invite on Amit and Sri and, you know, Samit's mom and dad. And I think the craziest moment is the fact that I really was waiting. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't know how everybody else felt, but I was waiting for the astrologer to make his appearance. Kind of like Adam, the translator, right? (laughs) Like, come on. Like TLC, I feel cheated. Like you videoed in everybody else and you couldn't get us the astrologer who is like the best therapist in the world. Like seriously, come on. Really? So, (laughs) but they, they invite these four on and it's like, okay. And the craziest thing starts to happen 
you can tell everyone in the room knows this secret about, you know, Jenny and Smeet being married because they're all kind of hinting at it. And they're all kind of like, kind of trying to shove it out there without actually saying it. And at one point, we all think that Kenny's kind of outed them because he says, you know, he got married before. Like, there's a super long pregnant pause. And it's like, oh, gosh. Everybody just went, (gasps) and they realized, you know, and I think he realized as he was saying it that he was going to let the cat out the bag. But they're all doing it. And Sean's trying to like ease into it the way she always does. And she even asks, is there something you have to tell them? And he pulls a freaking Rebecca with this weird secret. You know, it's not the secret you're supposed to tell, but he pulls a Rebecca and we're like, oh my gosh. And everybody's just like, just say it already. Like everybody on Twitter is just like, just say it. But then she's like, is there anything else you have to say? And he's like, no, no, uh-uh. not at all. And, you know, the crazy part is I think when it was asked of a meet, by one of the cast members, if your mom would have said that you couldn't marry your wife, would you not have married her? And he says, yes. But you could tell the hurt on Shree's face. And she says, but they're not talking about us. They're talking about Samit and Jenny. And his father even says, well, we're letting them live together. They're they're living together. So they shouldn't want any more than that. And it's like, whoa whoa wow so yeah I I don't know I, I I really don't know about this couple and after they get off he says you know it wasn't the time I'll go over and everybody laughed but yeah I I think he just didn't want to be on the first Indian version of snapped Oh my or, gosh. Yeah, because I think that's really what it would have happened was she would have like just gotten off and like took a cab or something or Ubered over to his house. Cause like, yeah, that wasn't going to end well. I don't think he's ever gonna tell them to be honest, because he seems the type that he has no he hasn't grown balls. <laughs> to really stand up to his parents and you know jenny's been doing all the fighting like let's be real she's been doing all the fighting and to me it's just like yeah uh uh-huh yeah yeah you know i'm just gonna ride this wave until we can't anymore but shocking part of this whole season was that uh Zemit ended up getting married uh he agreeing to get married and and he did it like it was just wow but now they're going to go through this problem of not telling the parents because of course he's afraid of losing his parents and not being able to see them and for the brother you know that's that's pretty rough like I know the culture there is very strict I think most part of it and I do have a co-worker um, who is somewhat from the area that I even asked him, I said, well, were you forced to get married to your wife today? And he said, no, 
I wasn't forced. I was given the option. A lot of people are becoming more open, more modernized to allow their children to say yes or no, if that's the person they want to marry. And he did go on dates and they did two dates and then they ended up getting married. But, you know, he says a lot of the, there's a half of the country has become modernized and allowing their children to say yes or no like no this is not the person i want you can keep finding the person until i say yes and i i did mention it um one of the episodes that we did oh my gosh probably like last year so because i was so curious i was really curious to why it's still so strict to this day because you know the world's changed so much and you know he told me like he he was given the option he went through a couple suitors and finally found the one that he's currently married to and yeah like he's i had the option and he's like yeah some people don't have the option but i was given the option and i was very thankful for that because i was even thinking like how can you move on with somebody that you don't even know like you're basically starting to get to know them the first couple of years and then you're finally in love with them and then it just keeps going so it didn't really make sense to me but it was nice to learn about the culture so the society, the society part is what kind of confuses me a little bit because he does explain like, you know, a lot of people are modernized. It's like you choose what you want to do, like, especially for him, he got the opportunity and some other people. Right. But I don't know, really, I don't know where Samit is really from and what type of, you know, cult like society he's part of or groupie. Um, but I don't think this man is ever going to tell his parents. Let's be real here. He couldn't tell them at the beginning that he was dating Jenny. He couldn't tell them that he was in love with Jenny. He couldn't tell them that Jenny was living with him in his apartment. Like, it's just this man is is full of secrets and he's not going to let anybody know. Right, right. There's so many secrets. There are so many secrets. And you can see that he's just like, oh, yeah. You know, so I don't know. I don't know. But they did have a beautiful uh, micro ceremony. So they are married now. That's all I can say about that. They are married. (laughs) They really are. Oh, my God. It kind of brings me up when uh, an old neighbor who was from India had this uh their little girl and she had two options it was either go to university or get married and i'm thinking sitting there like are you kidding me like when you're done high school you're like 18 years old this girl's going to get married like she, she lives in canada give her the right and the option to do that because apparently they had suitors for her. And I'm thinking, I cannot see this happen. I don't know what happened because they ended up moving to a different city, but it's just some people bring that culture to them. And, you know, it's unfortunate for some of them who, especially if you're living in Canada or the U S and it's everything so modern where, you know, we all have a choice to do what we want in our life to a certain extent. Right. Right. So yeah, it happens. It happens. Do you want to see Jenny and Simi come back? Because I'm going to say this, you know, we've seen their 10 year relationship and I'm done. (laughs) No. And I really don't want to see them as a spinoff. I'm happy for her. I, I, I'm glad they got married. I wish them the best, but I don't want to see them on TLC again. 
I really don't. I either. really, really like, I really don't. It I'm, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm happy that they got married. I'm happy that Jenny got what she wanted, but I don't want to see them on TLC again. Like live your happily ever after. And this does not mean we need to see them on 90 day fiance happily ever after. Please. No. Yes. But yeah, it, <laughs> they should just live their happily ever after and, and call it a day. Yeah, definitely. Call it a day. Like, I don't want to see it any, I don't want to see them anymore. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. All right. I cannot believe we had so much to talk about this week. Um, Next week, guys, we have a new season uh, before the 90 days. Before the 90 days, we have new couples coming out. I cannot wait. Except one. Except one, yes. Well, not except the whole couple, except one person. person. Yes, except for one person. Um, oh my gosh, I'm excited. I personally cannot wait for this because new couples, except for one, like you mentioned, uh, new stories, new people. We're getting a fresh new cast for once. And it's 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. It's airing next Sunday, guys, December the 12th. Don't forget to check it out because, again, new people on our television screens, except for one person, which is baby girl. <laughs> I'm in love with you. Yes, Mr. Usman himself. You know, I love you, Lisa. Well, yeah, <laughs> did love Lisa, but now he's got a new woman and oh my goodness, I'm just and curious. She of saw, how she is. And that's the crazy part. She saw him on the show and fell in love. She slipped through the DMs. Darn girl, you beat me to it. You must have been putting <laughs> hearts on every single thing on Instagram. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But yeah, I cannot wait for before 90 days. Uh, we just want to say thank you guys for tuning in because honestly, we've been having so much fun and now we get to recap and talk about new couples. I'm just so excited for this new couples. I'm so glad the tell was only just one part of it. Like there was no two parts yes. finale. Like there was none of it. Thank goodness. Most of these couples, I don't want to see back unless it's Kenny and Armando and they're having like I don't know, something special happening. Like, I just want to see it. But for everybody else, I truly TLC. I don't want to see them back on my television screen. We're both paying for Discovery Plus. Please, you know, come on, cut us some slack and the rest of the world. Exactly. Please. Please. All right. So I'm going to wrap this up. Well, thank you to everybody for tuning in. Don't forget to check out the Coupon Queen Pins podcast, which is called CQP Moments. It is available on your favorite podcast platform or check it out at anchor.fm.fm. Oh my gosh. Slash CQP Moments. <laughs> Everything's in the show notes for you. It's been such a long day. Forgive me, but check out the show notes for the link. But again, you could just type in CQP Moments. Don't forget to check out a new episode of Shower Karaoke coming on this Friday. And don't forget to catch the new, new season of Before the 90 Days on December 12th. We're so excited for it. Bye, guys. Bye. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. 
Hello everyone, it's the Coupon Queen Pen from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka the gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And now you're you listening, are to listening to a little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now, and thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to.